What a great joy for us to be together, and I just look forward to sharing uh, with you. Thank you for joining us here with the family of hope, and uh, I just pray that this time will be a blessing. We open up the book of blessing, and in that book we find, well, really the answers for life. Let me ask you, what is the big topic the big issue that would be keeping you from God's very best. We've been talking in this series about the spirit of fear, and I'm absolutely convinced that fear keeps people, me, you, all of us, from God's very best. In fact, it's one of the reasons why over and over and over and over again, when God shows up and he's getting ready to do something really big, he always does it through people just like you. He begins like this, fear not. Don't be afraid. We have to overcome our fears before we can really receive all that God has for us. Last weekend, we talked about the man who spent the most amount of time with Jesus while Jesus was on the earth. It wasn't one of his disciples. It was his foster dad. Joseph. And when Joseph came to the point of being ready to throw in the towel, abandon Mary, God showed up and here was his message, fear not. And if Joseph was the man who spent the most time with Jesus while he was here on the earth, we know at least from uh, birth to 12 years old, we have that in the Bible, who was the woman that spent the most time with Jesus? Well, of course, her name was Mary. And we're going to talk about Mary today because before she could believe, before she could receive, she had to overcome fear. God shows up in her life and says, Mary, do not be afraid. We find this story in Luke chapter 1 and the angel shows up and he says, Mary... <laughs> It, you're moving into a miraculous moment of life. And I got to get you ready for it. You know, I believe that God has more for you. There is miraculous seasons of life waiting for you. And what you have to do before you receive that miracle, you've got to overcome your fear. Mary, you have found favor with God. And behold, you're going to conceive, and you're going to bear a son. So she hadn't conceived yet. Get this, she had to get over her fears before she conceived Christ. She had to believe and let her faith rise up before she received what Christ would be in, through, and around her. And that's in verse 30. And if you don't get through verse 30, if you don't overcome fear, you'll never get to verse 37. Verse 37 has the very topic that we're going to talk about while we're together today. I love this. It says, for nothing is impossible with God. Literally, with God, all things are possible. Maybe you could just say this where you are. Just make it a declaration that... Nothing will be impossible with God. But you have to go through verse 30, overcoming your fears, to move into this 
zone of all things being possible. God wants to get you out of the zone of fear, doubt, apprehension. He wants you to raise the belief, the confidence, the commitment you have in your life, and he really wants you to move to a place of receiving the supernatural, the miraculous. I believe there's so much more for all of us, and we have to step over our fears. We have to let our faith arise. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Letting our faith arise. And we're going to look at Mary's life just like we looked at Joseph's life. These were the people that were the closest to Jesus. They still had doubts that they had to overcome. And it's not wrong to have doubts. It's just wrong to hold on to those doubts. So here is Mary's journey from fear to faith so she could become the mother of Jesus. Fear not, Mary. Here is how the Lord had to speak to her. Here's what he has to do with us. We do know that that asking her not to fear doesn't begin in Luke's gospel. It goes way back to the very first book of the Bible. When there was another miraculous pregnancy, Abraham and Sarah, they were old. And God said, you're going to have a baby. Sarah laughed. She didn't believe it. She had her doubts. So the Lord says to them, is anything impossible for the Lord? Let me ask you that question. I'm getting you ready for the miraculous. I'm getting you ready. I believe that we're going to come into a season of revival and we need to be ready for it. Let me ask you this question. Is there anything impossible for the Lord? Your fear says, oh, probably. That's why you're afraid. But your faith says, I believe that with God, all things are possible. And here is how Mary moved into that reality. Here's how you move into that reality. Here's how I move into that reality. First of all, we have to know this. The Lord is with us. And did you know this? You are one of God's favorites. He says this to Mary as he appears. She's a a good girl. She's a a godly girl, but she hasn't had these encounters with, with the divine, with the angels. And so the angel shows up and says, hey, Mary, greetings, oh favored one. Mary, you are one of God's favorites. The Lord is with you. Well, just seeing how God greets us could help us the way we greet one another. When we say hi to each other, let's not be going, well, what a lousy day of the weather. No, this is a blessing. When you greet people, just say, hey, good day. Just pronounce it's a good day. Say, hey, God bless you. That's how the angel of the Lord is greeting Mary. And she's got to get this. The Lord is with you. And if you believe, if you can receive this truth today, God is with me. If God is with you and God is for you, who can be against you? But Mary hears that greeting, and guess what she does? Her mind begins to be filled with doubt. So he has to like, hey, no, you really are favored. Mary, you're you're on God's refrigerator. He's got your picture in his wallet. She has a hard time to believe that she could be that favored of the Lord. Now, as God pulls you in to the realm of the miraculous, the realm of the supernatural, he wants you to know he's with you and his favor is upon you. In fact, God had to say it two times to Mary. He says it once. She kind of shakes her head and says, I don't don't really think so. So he says again to her, you have found favor with God. It's so important that you don't look at yourself and go, I'm alone. 
I'm abandoned, I'm insignificant, I'm incomplete. With God, with you, how does God get to be with you? You invite him. You say, God, I want you in my life. I believe, I receive. And when he is with you, he wants you to know this as well. He's not just with you, he favors you. You are one of God's favorites. You may, you may say, well, of course God would say that to Mary. She is the mother of Jesus. But God favors you. Do you know that Jesus says to you, as a present-day disciple, a present-day follower, he says the very same thing that he said to Mary. Hey, I'm with you always. I love this. Matthew 28, he says it to you right where you are. I'm with you. Hey, with the bad news that's been coming through the media, don't get all filled with fear again. No, no, no. I am with you. I will see you through this. And if God is with you, just like he was with Mary, and if God is for you, if God is for you and God is with you, who can be against you? I love the words that the uh, Apostle Peter writes under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. He says, God's divine power has granted This is for you, this promise. He's granted you, he's granted me all the things that we need. That's favor. God's divine power is giving you all that you need for life and to live a life of godliness. He does it through the power of Christ. Listen, know this. God is with you and you are one of his favorites. But when Mary hears that, she sits down And in the back of her mind, she doubts it. And she needs to let God's word overcome her doubts. And you and I need to let God's word overcome our doubts so that we can really move into what God is calling us to. It was so important that Mary got over her fears, over her doubts, so she could receive what God wanted to do in her life. The scripture says that when the angel showed up, she was greatly troubled. The original language, this word means perplexed. Her mind was spinning. She was going, how could I be highly favored? Yeah, maybe God is with me. He's probably with everybody. But but how could I be highly favored? And so God's word has to come to her and pull her through her doubts. God says, you're highly favored. She's saying, "Uh, I doubt it. So the Lord speaks to her. And this is when he says, hey, don't be afraid. You have found favor. You are going to conceive. You're going to give birth to a son. His name is going to be Jesus. The word Jesus means Savior. You are going to conceive and give birth to the Savior. And when she hears that, she still has doubts. It says, Mary said back to the Lord, how can this be? You know, God has some things he'd like to do in your life. Big things, miraculous things supernatural things, things that you look at now and go, that's impossible, because you're in this question. How can that be? She says, I'm just a virgin. I don't know what your how can it be is, but you probably have one. It's keeping you from where God is calling you to. God says, I'm calling you to be a mother, a mother of Jesus. Well, how can that be? We need to stop saying how. Some of you have Thought over and over again, big idea, the dream that God has given you. Well, how's that going to work out and how's that detail going to happen? And and you're in this mode of asking how when you should be saying yes. Yes, Lord. You need to trade your how for your yes. And here's what God's word does. It keeps pulling you. 
It keeps pulling you over your doubts. It keeps pulling you over your fear. This is one of the ways we know that you're not listening to what the Lord is trying to say. If you're remaining in fear, remaining in doubt, you're not hearing. And we want you to hear what the Lord is saying, and he pulls you out of your doubt. He pulls you out of your fear. So when she says, well, how can that be? The same answer that came to Mary is exactly the same answer you need. It is God's Spirit that overcomes our limitations. God's Spirit overcomes our limitations. See the answer? When she had doubt, when her fears were still alive in her heart, he says, here's what's going to happen. Here's how your limitation is going to see breakthrough. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. Now that's exactly the same way you're going to overcome your limitation. You look at some miraculous opportunity, and you go, I doubt it. It looks impossible. God is trying to bring you today to say, no, 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 with God, all things are possible. Listen to his spirit, and here's how he's going to overcome your limitations. He's going to place his super on your natural. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. Remember 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7 that says God doesn't give us a spirit of fear, but he gives us a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. God's power comes on your life. You need to stop seeing your limitations and start seeing the ability you have through God. I heard a very interesting story uh, this last week. It was a, a story that came out of the 80s. It was a young man that was in high school and he was uh, not really a good student, didn't go to class a lot, fooled around with his friends. His mother wanted him to go to college and she said, you've got to take that SAT, that standardized testing. The SAT measures math abilities, logic and language abilities. It's 800 in math, the scored out 800, and 800 points in, law, in language, and for 16, 100 points is the perfect score. So this young man takes the SAT. The score comes back. He opens up the envelope, and he gets a score of 1480. His mother said, did you cheat? She knew he was a troubled student. He says, no, I couldn't cheat. The seats were so far apart, there was no way for me to cheat. So now he goes to school, and he goes, I must be smart. I got a 1480. He stops skipping school. He starts showing up to his class because that's what a 1480 student does. The teachers start to notice, well, maybe we've got this guy wrong. They start to treat him differently. He graduates. His mother was surprised by that. He goes to a community college, then goes into an Ivy League school, then becomes one of the publishing world's top entrepreneurs. He's into his career, highly successful, over a decade, and a letter comes from Princeton, New Jersey, from the SAT organization. He opens up the letter, and it says, we were going through an audit, which we do from time to time, and in our audit, you're one of 13 people that received a wrong score your real score was 740. But something happened when he didn't believe he was a 740, but he believed he was a 1480. Here's what Mary is going through. Mary, you're not just a young teenage girl. You are highly favored of God. 
I am with you. You are going to conceive the Messiah. Now, God is calling you to the miraculous. His word is speaking to you. His spirit is working. His Holy Spirit would like to come upon you right now to help give you the power you need to believe bigger than you have believing. Take your eyes off your limitation and put it on God's ability. And then you'll come to where Mary was. You'll start serving something that's bigger than yourself. I love when Mary finally works this through, this, this story, this narrative. She has her doubts. She's perplexed. God speaks. She's got questions. How can it be? God speaks. She finally comes to this moment. And she says, I am your servant. That, in the original language, that's a doulos. That's a bond servant. This is not a, a temporary thing. It's not, a, Lord, I'm going to serve you today. This is a all-in statement. She says, I'm all in. Adulus was a bond servant. She said, you have me, God, 24-7. You have my life. And I love this. I love when she says this. Let it be done to me according to your word. Do you see the shift? She shifts from how can it be when she's got doubt, when she's got fears, to let it be. That's exactly what needs to take place in our lives. We need to shift from how can it be to, oh, let it be done to me. Let the ideas that the Holy Spirit is putting in your heart begin to expand and stretch you. God wants to stretch you into new areas of abundance, the miraculous. Let me tell you something that's happened uh, recently, just in the last few days here. The last few days, uh, we have each week been ministering food. We've been giving you numbers through the COVID situation, how we've been helping people. And each weekend, we have a sharing food ministry where people bring food in and we sanitize it and then they take it out. And I, I told a story last weekend about how one of the bags was just delivered to a person's house. They never rang the bell. They just let it be there. And the church logo was on the bag, and we got a call in the office, and the person said, we don't know how you knew the needs of our family, but we need food. Thank you. Thank you, Family of Hope. Thank you, Church of Hope, for feeding our family. It was a, a beautiful story. When I told this story, I think it inspired even more people to take food out. When we had our Monday morning meeting, we were debriefing. They said, uh, we ran out of food here on the weekend. And uh, that made me feel sad almost because there could be someone that's hungry that's not getting food. So we just, just prayed a quick prayer. You know, Lord, we need more food. We had that meeting and about 30 minutes after that meeting, I'm in my office and, and the phone rings and uh, the voice on the other end says, um, Somebody I'd never met. We have mutual friends. We've uh, talked on the phone. We've communicated, but we've never met. And he just said, uh, do you need food? I said, yeah. We, we just, in fact, we just, just asked the Lord this morning. He said, well, we would like to send you a tractor trailer full of food. I said, well, that's awesome. I said, how much food is that? He says, that will be 1,334 boxes of food. Each box 
is 21 pounds. Each box has four pounds of fresh fruit, five pounds of fresh vegetable. It has milk, it has cheese, it has butter. It has five pounds of pre-cooked chicken, 21 pounds of food. It's about a little bit more than 17 meals in each box. That means 2,300 meals. Wow. Now, we'd already done some calculations because we have been giving out food. From the January, not just during the COVID period, but from January, we have been feeding people. We believe it's something the Lord has called us to because over 20 years ago, God put a prophecy. We're on this property because of a prophecy that the Lord gave us. And part of the prophecy was prepare to feed many people. So we take that to feed people God's word, the bread of life, the book of blessing, and to look for opportunities to feed people. This year, uh, we have fed through our Hope Center, uh, over 250,000 meals, quarter of a million meals. But this truck that's coming in, it'll have 23,000 meals in that truck just by itself. And then the guy says, and we don't want to just send you one truck. We want to send you a truck every single week. If a truck came every single week by the end of this year, that alone would be over half a million meals. And the 250,000 that we've already done, that would be three quarters of a million meals. That's just, that's, that's, it's impossible. But around here, we believe God is stretching us to see the impossible. Now that has created some great needs and I, I would like you to, to join with us because we've now had the provision of the food. We have the vision, we have the provision. We just need some things to line up now. You know what we need? We need a warehouse. And if you know somebody that has a warehouse or a building or a place, especially with a dock bay, let us know. If it has a refrigeration in it, that would be so helpful. Uh, and even if, if that would come together, that would be such a blessing because we've got to now get that food in. We've got to distribute it, all those meals. But it's, it's in the realm of the miraculous. And if you, you don't know a contact, maybe you could just help us. We need to get some resources, not to buy the food, but we need money to, to handle the food. We need either, if we don't get that warehouse, some kind of refrigeration uh, trailer. And that will cost some money. Even just to rent one will cost some money. So I'm just laying that out there. It's exciting to know that God is fulfilling his word. Things that would look impossible, just as an illustration. Mary believed how can it be? But she transformed from how can it be to let it be. And as we come to this moment, I am praying that God will do miracles in, through, and around you. That this will be a miraculous season. That you will shake off your fears. That you will begin to believe better. Better about yourself. You are highly favored of the Lord. Whether you believe that right now or not, that's one of the things the Spirit of God wants to say to you. You are favored. God is calling you and He wants to do the supernatural in, through, and around your life. And here's how it begins. Just like Mary, we believe and we receive Christ. That's the first step. And I encourage you today to believe and to receive Christ. Right where you're at, maybe for the first time or for a fresh moment of inviting the Spirit of Christ 
to put his power upon your life, to put his words in your heart, to overcome your fear, your doubts, and to pull you forward into that place of abundance and blessing. Here's a simple prayer. We just say, Lord, I turn away from my sin, my shame, anything that's separating me from you, Lord, and I turn to you. And Lord, I open my heart, my life to Jesus Christ to be my Savior, to be my Lord. I pray that you will fill me with your Holy Spirit and lead and guide me. And I believe in you, Jesus, and I receive you. Mary believed and she received. And those of us that are walking with Jesus, let's hear his voice. You are highly favored of the Lord. The Lord is with you. He has provided everything you need for life and godliness. The riches of Christ are yours today. I want to pray the Lord will be blessing you this week. Please pray for us at this incredible feeding opportunity as we continue to minister here. Thank you for every person that helps the family of hope here. Thank you so much for being with us. These are exciting times. I just pray that the Lord will flow in through and around you, that you will continue to become more, continue to be transformed, continue to let Christ do in you what only he can do. Hey, I just pray that the Lord will bless you today. I pray that the Lord will bless you every day. I really bless you in the strong name of Jesus. And in Jesus' name, you are very blessed. Live a life of abundance. <laughs>